That is so good because tithing is more than money. It's all about obedience. And if you can trust God and believe Him and rely on Him, it's so worth it. I, I want you to know today, and you know, um, Pastor Jess and David so succinctly put it, the service is going to be completely different. I'm not going to do a lot of preaching, and I know you're very disappointed about that. Yeah. Online, they're just crying right now. They've got all this crying emojis going on, and they are uncontrollable outside right now. So ushers, make sure you calm them down. Uh, um, but I, I, I want you to know, because what we want to do today is we want to brag on Jesus. And uh, because God, I, I, I want you to get this, because God places us in a family, the family of God. He places us together, and God places you in a church I think too many times we, uh, we, we take church for granted and uh, we don't understand the, the spiritual power that there is in belonging somewhere uh, within a local body and that it is so important. And I'm not saying you have to belong here, but if you do belong here, then there is, there is an incredible, uh, there's, a two, there's a two-sided coin. There's the coin of blessing, but then there's also the coin of responsibility. And uh, I, I want to read a few verses. There's quite, quite a few verses, but uh, um, I, I want to read the context of this so that you understand uh, what this is all about. And we can have different people just give testimony uh, and talk about what God has done for them here at the Rock Church and, and how the Word has changed their lives and how obeying God, even in the midst of sometimes don't feel like it. How many of you know you don't always feel like obeying? Come on, help me out. You, even when you hear a testimony, you're like, ah, maybe that's not for me. Can I tell you something? It is for you. It is for you. And your life can, God wants to wreck your world. He wants to mess with you. And the reason God wants to mess with you, because God can take your mess and turn it into a message. And can turn it into a constructive place where you and I understand that we live a life of purpose. So listen to what Peter writes. And then we're going to uh, dig quickly into uh, what Paul says about the church. Just briefly. Watch this. Uh, I want you to say this. Say, I, I love my church. Love my say it again. Say, I, I love my, my church. church. Watch this. First Peter 2 verse 1. Stop being hateful. Quit trying to fool people. And start being sincere. Don't be jealous or say cruel things about others. Be, that's only the first person you're already shocked about it. You're like, where is he going with this? Okay, watch. Be like newborn babies who are thirsty for the pure spiritual milk that will help you grow and be saved. You have already found out how good the Lord really is. And you're going to hear today how good the Lord really is. Come to Jesus Christ. He is the living stone that people have rejected, but which God has chosen and highly honored. The world's rejected him, but God has approved of him. And now you are, say, I am. I say it again. Say, I am. I am. Online, you say it too. Say, I am a living stone. So what, if I ask you, what are you? Say, I am a living stone. Not get stoned. You are a living stone. Some of you got stoned last night, but you're here to be delivered, so thank God for that. Uh, but you are a living stone. So what does God do with living stones? Listen to what He does with living stones that are being used. Say, I'm being used. Watch this. To build a what? Come on, help me. To build a what? 
So what does God use our lives for is to build a what? Spiritual house. Because, you know, where I come from, we build with bricks. So this, this really applies. Here we, we kind of uh, build with two by fours and, and stucco and that kind of thing. But uh, in Africa, we build with bricks. And uh, so, so it's, there's a great understanding of building. When you're building a wall, you build with bricks. And, and, and how many of you know that if you are being built by God, there's a sense of permanency? Do you know that God sets you into a spiritual house? It is impossible to grow when the stones keep on running and trying to build their own thing. It is impossible to say, I am a building when you're a stone by yourself. How many of you understand that there is a key to building something, and that is that we are cemented together? What cements us together? It's the love of God that cements us together. It is the purpose of God that helps us to understand the vision that God has so that we can be the spiritual house that is being built. Who is the cornerstone upon which we build? It is Christ Jesus that the world has rejected. Now, not only are we the house, I'm not only the house. Watch this. You are also a group of holy priests. Not just are you a spiritual house, but you're also a group of what? Holy priests. And holy priests does what? They offer up sacrifices. Now, we don't offer natural sacrifices. We offer, offer up spiritual sacrifices, which is the fruit of our lips giving thanks. And you will hear people throughout today with the fruit of their lips giving thanks to what God has done. Why? Because they've allowed the Lord to build them into the spiritual house that they need to be. And they are functioning as holy priests. And with the help of Jesus Christ, you will offer what? Sacrifices that does what? Come on, help me. Sacrifice that does what? Please God. It is just as God says in scriptures, look, I'm placing in Zion a choice and a precious cornerstone. No one who has faith in that one will be disappointed. How good is that? When you have faith in him, you'll not be disappointed. You are followers of the Lord and that stone is precious to you. But it isn't precious to those who refuse to follow him. They are the builders who tossed aside the stone that turned out to be the most important one of all. How sad would it be that we toss out that which is most important because we think we know what's most important. And he says, there are people that tossed out Christ. Why? Because they saw himself more as a stumbling block, more as a, a rock of offense. He was offensive in some ways. But the reality is, he was the very cornerstone upon which our lives are being built. They disobeyed the message and stumbled and fell over that stone because they were doomed. But you say, but me. Say it again. But me. Online, type that out. But me. You are God's what? Chosen and what? You God's chosen, that means God chose you, and you are what? Now, it's not like a mama look, oh, well, you were special. That's not that kind of special. It means called out for a specific purpose. There's a reason that you are God's chosen special people. And watch this, you are a group of royal what? Priests and a what? I mean, this is a mouthful. Do you realize that you're not a nobody? You are a somebody. And God has brought you out of what? Darkness into His marvelous light. Now you must do what? Tell all the wonderful things that He has done. The scripture says, once you were nobody, now you are God's people. At one time, no one had pity on you. Now God has treated you with kindness. 
Oh my goodness sakes alive. Do you realize that God is the only one that can take nobodies and turn them into somebodies? And when you realize that you are a nobody without him, then truly you become the somebody with him. It is in Christ, through Christ, by Christ, through the spirit of Christ that we are being built into a spiritual house. Why does God place you in a spiritual house? So that you collectively together can become, so that you can become what God intends for you to be. So that when the world looks at us, what do they see? They see a functioning, healthy family the way that God has ordained it. The Bible says those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish, not those who visit the house of the Lord. You see, you do not come to the church. You are the church. When you say, I love the church, what you are saying is you say, I love the fact that God has placed me within this spiritual house. This is God's house, which you are part of. Now, if you're not part of this family, you need to make sure that at least you're part of God's family. Are you with me, somebody? Now, God's family is not, is not limited to a location. God's family is not limited to a nation. God's family is not limited to, to a demographic. How many of you understand that? That as to all nations, the gospel is being preached. So we're not talking about that understanding, but we are, are talking about when God placed you in a specific city. Why does God want you in that specific city? Because he wants the church to demonstrate what it is to be Christ followers and how God loves the world, how through the church. If the church cannot love one another, how can they love the world? See, when you understand that you're a nobody without him, but you are a somebody with him, it changes everything. When you understand that when it comes to priesthood, it is not about the us. It's not about, well, you know, pastor, we pay you to be good. Well, what are you, good for nothing then? How many of you understand we all ought to be good? Because we all have a royal calling. We all are ordained by God. There's not one person here today that if you are a born-again Christian who do not have a function in the house of God, you have a function. You better find out what brick you are so that you can be built into the house of God. Now watch, my time's up. So let me, let me quickly go to 1 Corinthians 1. I'll skip through some of those other verses. Are you still, are you still with me? Now watch this. I'll go quick. Listen to what Paul writes to the church in Corinth. I always thank my God for you and for the gracious gifts he has given you. Now that you belong to Christ Jesus, through him, that's through Jesus, God has done what? He has enriched what? Your what? And what? Now that we belong to him, he's enriched the church in every way. Here's my question. Are you enriching the church or are you stealing from it? You say, are you talking about money? No, I'm talking about you. You see, here's the thing, here's the thing you have to understand. If God has you, he has everything you have. Money is not an issue for those who have already given their devotion to God. Serving is not an issue for those who've already given their devotion to God. Honoring God and serving in a specific place is not a problem. Why? Because my devotion already belongs to Him. Watch this. Because I'm being enriched in every way. Now watch this. Through Him, God has enriched your church in every way with all of your eloquent words and all of your knowledge. This confirms. Somebody say, this confirms. 
that what I told you about Christ is true. Now you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you what? Strong to when? The end so that you will be free from all blame on the day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. When you stand before Jesus, would you be able to say, God, I served the way you wanted me to serve and I belong to a family. I was part of a community. Do you realize that God wants you part of a community? He doesn't want you to visit your family. He wants you to be family. He wants us to be family. You say, Pastor Andy, why, why, why are we doing this? I love my church. It's not about I love my rock church. It is about I love the family at the rock because that family is made up of people. Look around you. They are pe- can you see people around you? They're from every demographic that you can imagine. They're from every tribe, every nation. And we have made up our minds that we are not going to be selfish about keeping the love of God for ourselves, but we're going to reach across the aisle and we're going to love one another the way we ought to love one another. And by that way, by loving one another, we are going to going to demonstrate to the world that here there is spiritual life, there's nourishment, there is food, there is power, there is gifts. We have everything we need in order to accomplish the will of God. Do you realize, Rock Church, we have all the money we need? All of it. We have all, all the servants we need, all of it. We do not lack in any way. We have all the resources, we have all the money, we have all the people to cover every ministry, whether it's inside or outside, we have everything. So you say, well, then there should not be a problem. Yes, there should not be a problem. But what we need is not only the fact that we have everything we need, we need the willingness of those who are part of the house. And why do we do that? Because we want to be blameless when we stand before Him, because through Him we stand. Watch this. Let me end with this. God will do this, for He is faithful to do what He says. Aren't you glad for that? And here's the power. Somebody say, here's the power. Are you ready? Watch this. And He has invited you into what? Partnership with His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, let me ask you a question. If you partner with somebody, that means you are working progressively together towards the same purpose. What is the purpose of Jesus to the world? The purpose of Jesus to the world, he told us, I came to seek and save the lost. So we know that. But what is the purpose of Jesus for the church? He said this, I will Build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So when you have made the decision to be part of a spiritual house and God places you in a spiritual house, then you are now in partnership with Christ Jesus. And what is Jesus doing? He is building a spiritual house. So if you are not building a spiritual house with your life, then you are not in partnership with Christ because he is the senior partner. That means he calls the shots. Church is not optional. Church is not part of my schedule or my schedule. Church is not something I do once a week. And God help that bosman if he preaches longer than 45 minutes. Hello. And has invited us 
into partnership with His Son. Listen to these words, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you say, well, well, that's wonderful. He's not done yet. Are you still ready? Then he says this. Thank you. He says this. Verse 10. I appeal to you. That word is strong. It's like I urge you. I beg you. I beseech you some translations. I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters. Listen to this. By the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ to live in harmony with. Let there be no what? Divisions in the church rather be of what? One mind united in what? Thought and... Do, do you know how we will be able to accomplish what God wants us to accomplish when we do this? When we set aside our selfish ways, when we commit us, ourselves, and say, God, all I am... I'm a living stone. I, previously, I might have been stoned, but now I'm a living stone. And you have cleansed me and made me a royal priest. I'm part of a holy nation. I'm selected by God and I'm a special. I'm here to help you. I'm in partnership with you. You are the senior partner, meaning you, Lord. You tell me how and where must I build your house. You tell me what is my part in building your house. Not what is my part in doing my calling. You see, there's a lot of people who have dreams, but their dreams is not tied within the community of the saints. God wants you to understand that collectively together we can accomplish all things. We can do everything God has purpose. Listen to me. We can do everything God has purpose for the Rock Church to do so that one day when we stand before Him, we will be without blame. We will be able to say, God, I was not in the rock church for my own selfish motivation. I was there because I felt you placed me there. I was there to be part of the community, and I worked for the community. I worked towards peace, not towards my own pleasure. I worked towards breaking down the walls, and I, God, I was, I was willing to be the least so that you can be the most. Let him build his church. But let him use you. When you say, I love my church, what you are saying is, I love what Jesus loves. Because Jesus loves the church. And he's the one building it. Are you building it? Are you building it? Are you using your resources, your life, to build what God loves? And if not, then it's time that you love what he loves. It's time you change your affection so that you can be without blame. Let me pray for you.